Right now, command the season at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new Kia, Herson's has 0% financing and leases starting at $129 per month. Check them out at hersonskia.com. Peaceful vibes, spectacular views. Life's just a little sweeter this time of year at the central coast of North Carolina. Treat yourself to a cozy getaway and take in the crisp air and relaxing sounds of the central coast water. Enjoy a specialty cruise, nature's beauty, and amazing wildlife. Plan your cozy getaway today at onlyinonslow.com. That's onlyinonslow.com. Get cozy at the central coast of North Carolina. I can promise you uh, something, and that is this. I will never mislead you or cheerlead you in a direction that's not reality when it comes to election results. I think it's too important. There are some people out there that are yelling right now it's, you know, that, that, that Trump's definitely going to win and that there's no way he's not going to win. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, we just got news in Georgia that is absolutely uh, brutal. Uh, Biden has uh, been called the winner in Georgia. Joe Biden becomes the first Democrat in 28 years. First Democrat in 28 years to be called the winner in Georgia. Now, I know a lot of you don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. I don't like it. But there's a lot that we have to focus on in Georgia because Georgia is not over. And let me explain what I mean by not over. It's not over because... The United States Senate is going to be decided by the outcome of the runoff election for the two senators in Georgia. So we really have to kind of focus on that now, or we could be really screwed with a full-blown socialist agenda. Now, I, I want to be clear. The Trump campaign is continuing on in these legal disputes, even though they've had two setbacks today, one in Georgia And another in Pennsylvania. I'm going to tell you about that in a second. But we need to look and learn from what just happened to make sure that never happens again. I'm talking about the way that the Democrats are able to use COVID-19. There are two core things that we need to learn. Okay. And and we need to be non-emotional as we learn this. We have two things to our advantage that are about to happen. Redistricting and states that legislatures that we actually flip from Democrats to Republicans. The second thing is. We are about to uh, have the opportunity in these states to protect the integrity of the vote to make sure that what just happened never, ever, ever, ever happens again. Now, if you if you want good news, Donald Trump did win North Carolina. Does that matter if, he, if we have lost Georgia? No, it doesn't. It means Joe Biden clearly is the president of the United States of America, president-elect. Um, we had to have Georgia for Donald Trump to even have a chance of being able to come back from being down. Uh, what I do know now is the what Democrats are able to do in Georgia, and a lot of this has to do with Black Lives Matter, a lot of this has to do with Stacey Abrams, a lot of this has to do with mail-in voting, and a lot of this has to do with voter outreach in Fulton County, which is Atlanta. What Democrats did so well, and, and, and again, I'm not giving them credit. I'm just saying we have to deal with the reality here. We have to learn from it to make sure it never happens again, is Democrats did something in Georgia that was unprecedented. Remember, Stacey Abrams ran, right, and she lost, and she refused to concede the election, even to this day. And she was able to use that anger and galvanize the hardcore uh, leftist African-American community to want to come out and defend and fight for her. 
And that meant her causes. That meant Joe Biden. It was a brilliant political move. And it worked. Stacey Abrams acting like the election was stolen from her and her refusing to say that the election was over was one of the smartest moves that she made politically ever. It's something that we should learn from and remember. We have 72 million Americans, basically, that voted for Donald Trump in this election. We should remember this strategy and how angry we are and make sure that we use this in two years in the midterms. What they also did was they really just focused on something that was important to focus on, okay? They focused on only the county that they thought could change the outcome of the state, and that was Fulton County. That's what they're going to try to do in this runoff, and we better pay attention to that and make sure it doesn't happen. There were a lot of shenanigans and BS that were pulled in Georgia that we have to make sure in this runoff do not happen. You know, they demonized police and really galvanized the African-American community and Black Lives Matter for Joe Biden through Stacey Abrams. It was a smart, smart move. It was an extremely smart decision. Not saying I like it, but it worked. And they figured out how to use it to their advantage. Now. Do I believe that Georgia would have been flipped for the first time since Bill Clinton won Georgia in 1992 if it wasn't for the mail-in voting Black Lives Matter and Tifa crap and anti-police rhetoric in Georgia? The answer is no. But Biden being declared the victor there adds 16 electoral votes to his tally. That means he's well above the 270 he needs to become president. Right now, as it stands, he sits at 306, matching President Donald Trump's 2016 total. Now, I told you, there is some good news, right? Trump wins North Carolina. That means that the final tally is 306 to 232 if the numbers stay the way they are. Democrats are going to say this is a landslide for Joe Biden, that this is a mandate. I do not believe it's a mandate. They're going to say it's a mandate because he flipped five states and a congressional district in Nebraska from red to blue. Mail-in voting did this. Not Election Day voting, mail-in voting. This uh, is going to be something that they're going to say, we had overwhelming support. Well, when you send out this many ballots the way they did, and you have an election that's changed because of COVID-19 the way that it was, uh, yeah, you have this type of outcome that comes from it. In Georgia, let me remind you what actually happened in the polls. Trump raced out to an early lead in the counting. Then Biden surged ahead as the votes from Atlanta and the suburbs came in, and then the mail-in voting. you got to understand, when you win an election like Georgia, the way that the Democrats have done it, it was done because they had a grassroots organizing resistance to Trump. Period. The Democrats focused only on areas where they thought they could have a major difference in the election. And they were quiet in other parts of the state because they didn't want to inspire Republicans to show up. Democrats use the anger, whether it's right or not, of Stacey Abrams to their advantage. That was something that had a big impact because that was just two years ago. 
and Stacey Abrams fell narrowly in a bid for the governor there. She lost to the Republican only by 1.4 percentage points. Now, why is that number so important? Remember, this is an estate in Georgia that has been changing. It's been getting closer and closer for the Democrats to pick it up. And when you had her, and remember, that was in a legit election. None of this mail-in voting crap happened, right? That was just a straight-up, two-year-ago Democratic campaign where they put in a ton of money into that state, and they started to figure out that state and how to win that state by not running statewide. You only run in the places where you have a lot of Democrats. Her campaign, she never conceded. She's become a darling of the left. Her name was out there. She was campaigning to be the vice presidential candidate, which clearly made her even a bigger deal in, in Atlanta and a bigger deal in Georgia among Democrats. So she used her campaign, the work that she'd been doing for the last two years, and she focused on bringing out Democratic voters who had stayed home in previous cycles, and they went after them, and they went after them big time. And all that set the stage for Biden a moderate to win big in these counties that were overlapping outside of Atlanta. Quote, we've been working at this for more than a decade, and there have been dozens of organizations and hundreds of people who've made this their primary mission, is what Stacey Abrams said on Sunday of last week on State of the Union. She said, I've, I have been privileged to be able to bring to bear resources both before the election in 18 and then the $40 million we were able to spend in 2018 to build a Democratic infrastructure that may not have yielded a victory for me in 2018, but certainly yielded a victory this week. Well, get ready, because Stacey Abrams is probably going to be the Democratic nominee in two years for the governor mansion. And based on what she just pulled out, what she was able to do there, We all should be terrified. Now, Democrats have been closing the gap, and I told you, remember, she only lost by 1.4% two years ago in the midterm, and that had nothing to do with how they were doing voting back then or compared to now. You get my point. That was a legitimate, traditional election, and she almost won. And there were a lot of conservatives like myself that started raising red flags then saying, hey, guys, we better start focusing a little bit more on Georgia because this is way too close for me. And Democrats have been closing the gap there on their Republican rivals. Bill Clinton, however, 28 years ago, was the last Democrat to win Georgia. And a lot of people, I think, took Georgia for granted. It got closer, okay, with Barack Obama. He came close. Hillary Clinton in 2016 got even closer than Obama did. And now you would argue that Biden completed the project. Stacey Abrams... Without her governor's race two years ago, this wouldn't have happened, I don't believe. You know, Democrats were really smart in the final days of this race. And we got to learn from this. Kamala Harris joined Abrams and Obama in visiting Georgia. They focused on it. They didn't put the candidate Biden there. No, they put African-Americans out on the campaign trail. Kamala Harris... Abrams, Obama, canvassing the state. They did the work and the research, and it looks like it paid off big time. Now, it sucks, but we better pay attention right now because we have 
an, a, a basically an instant redo. I don't want to lose the Senate because of Georgia, and there's a very good chance we could lose the Senate if we don't get our heads out of our rear end real quick and focus on what's going on in the Senate race because they have the upper hand. Obviously, Democrats are rolling there right now, right? And there's some people that vote on momentum. Oh, we just won this state. Watch this. I'm going to show up, and we're going to flip the Senate. Democrats are feeling that energy right now, that wave of euphoric Oh, my gosh, we may have control of the House, Senate, and the White House. So what do we do to fix that issue? I'm going to tell you in just a second. But first, I want to talk to you real quick about something that you do need to do right now, and that is uh, there is a major campaign going on to protect the vote. AMAC, the number one conservative organization in the country, has put a petition together that you can sign to make sure that we actually protect the vote. That's right, that we protect the vote. We have to make sure that we never allow what just happened to happen again. I want you to go right now and sign up and sign your name. Add your name to support President Trump's effort to stop voter fraud. This is something we have to focus on now more than ever. More than 48,000 conservatives have already signed their name to this petition all you have to do is go to benfreeonline.com and get your one-year free membership to the conservative organization amac once you become a member you can add your name to support president trump's effort to stop voter fraud this is going to be nationwide there have been people all over the country that have signed this petition that we just started we now have 48,481 signatures So if you're ready to stop voter fraud, you're ready to protect the integrity of the vote and stand with Donald Trump, go right now and sign up for your free membership to the number one conservative organization in the country, AMAC, and then sign your name to support President Trump's effort to stop voter fraud. Go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. Benfreeonline.com. Join and sign up right there, benfreeonline.com. All right, let's deal with this Senate race in Georgia because this is so important for us to understand what's about to happen. One, uh, I I never really tell people to donate to political campaigns. I I don't. I usually just talk about what's going on. If you're led to lead, uh, screw that now. Give. You want to know how much Democrats are focused on flipping the Senate? Even singers, and I use this guy, don't discount him, okay? Don't roll your eyes at what I'm about to tell you because this is actually important. We're trying to win here. So take emotion out of it and understand and listen to people. On the other side, when they tell you what they're doing, you have to understand that they are motivated right now because they are saying, holy crap, we got a chance to own this government again and put in full-blown socialism and pack the Supreme Court. Music legend, icon, John Legend, has a lot of influence. Don't like his politics, doesn't matter. Listen to what he's actually saying. He is now urging people to to prioritize Georgia during this holiday season and this Senate runoff over donations to charities you might normally give to at the end of the year and over Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. John Legend, famous musician, pop star, whatever you want to call him on The Voice, is urging his millions of followers 
and he has millions, and he has a lot of influence. To prioritize political donations over charitable giving to food banks and shelters this holiday season ahead of the Georgia Senate runoff. Mark Cuban was even shocked by this and tweeted at John Legend, Come on, John, there is a point of diminishing returns on political ad spend. There are no diminished returns when it comes to feeding the hungry. Now, Mark Cuban, not not a huge fan of his politically. He owns the Mavericks basketball team. He was a big supporter of Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign. He tweeted out Thursday that people who are considering donating to candidates in Georgia Senate runoff elections ought to reconsider and donate to local food banks and other charities helping those in needs. He put out, he tweeted out, let's put Americans' needs above politics. John Legend said, screw that, Mark. No. Saying that Senate, the Senate flipping would be far more impactful than a food bank donation. The pop star is a major Democratic activist who initially supported Elizabeth Warren's presidential campaign and then Joe Biden's. Legend then said, look, I get the politics is annoying and contentious, but the bottom line is that the Senate flipping would be far more impactful than a food bank donation. We need massive stimulus and aid to individuals and small businesses. Government needs to do this. Charity isn't sufficient. So all these leftists are saying, we want to turn the government into a charity. That's what John Legend's saying. So don't give to an actual charity. Don't give to uh, food banks. Don't give to Salvation Army. Don't give to any other group, right? Uh, women's battered shelters. No, give to the polit- politicians on the left trying to flip the Senate so we can then turn the government into our charity. That's what John Legend is saying here. I say this, don't roll your eyes, take it seriously, because this is how you motivate voters when you are kumbaya socialist leftists. Because what people are going to hear is, oh, John Legend just said, I need to give money, and I've never given before to these Senate campaigns in Georgia, and if I do it, then the government might give me a bunch of money back. Cuban tweeted out, let's go all the way. Stop donating to charity. Give those dollars to politicians because... One party will solve all of our problems. Come on, John. There is a point of diminishing returns on political ad spends. There's no diminishing returns when it comes to feeding the hungry. Democrats don't care, by the way, about feeding the hungry. They don't really care about charities. They care about winning and fundamentally changing this country and what we are. And it's right in their grasp, folks. John Legend, by the way, right now, I will give him, I'm talking about from a political perspective, what he is saying is exactly what the Democratic Party should be saying. This is how you change an entire nation in one state. Okay, this is this is how you do it. This Georgia runoff election set for January the 5th means all this donating over the holidays. And what John Legend is saying is screw the holidays, folks. Give to this campaign. If we win the Senate and he's right, we turn the government into our charity and then we get to do whatever the hell we want including pack the Supreme Court. These Democrats, John Ossoff and, and, and Raphael Warnock, they're trying to unseat incumbent Republican Senator David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. And the Democratic Party is more motivated right now than the Republican Party because they feel like they are changing fundamentally this nation and what it is. 
We don't have time to pout. We don't even have time to sit down. We don't have time to take a moment and breathe. Because if we do, while the other side is not doing that, okay, if we do while the other side is not doing that, they will win Georgia. They will win it, and they will win it big. And you will have socialism control this country. And I'll leave it at that. What is a Fisher house? If I had a chance to talk to the Fisher family, I would start crying because I can't articulate how much it meant to us. A Fisher house is a comfort home for military and veteran families to stay in at no charge. Allowing the family to be together to support their loved one during a medical crisis. It's enough to help you thrive through these hard situations. Go to fisherhouse.org for more info and how you might help. That's fisherhouse.org. Right now, command the season at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new Kia, Herson's has 0% financing and leases starting at $129 per month. Check them out at hersonskia.com.